Hello, my name's Owen and welcome to the JOL Wedding Podcast. Join myself and my co-host Caroline as we bring you all the inspiration and advice you need whilst planning your wedding. Hello everybody, how are we all doing? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Um, today we talk about something I don't know anything about, so we're going to need a specialist on to help us, well, me anyway, go through all this. I don't know a great deal. You know, well, you know a bit more than me. Um, we've got Natalie on, who is a makeup artist. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? You're okay? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. No, thank it's well. Uh, thank Very you. welcome thank you for to coming. come. And oh, we know you so well now, so it's just... So easy having a chat with you because yeah. we work so well together and so many weddings as well and shoots and things like that. So it was quite funny that actually um, we did shoot a few years back, didn't we? Yeah, we and did. Um, oh, do you remember that? We went up to the Longmind with, the um, with all the horses and everything the like that, with picnics and all sorts. Yeah. Um, and the couple that, um, the bride that we did the style shoot for actually got married this morning. And so that was like, it was like a... I don't know, it's like a it wasn't fate like, yeah. type of thing that you've come in and, yeah, so it was nice that they got married. Yeah. Well, congratulations then. Yeah, yeah, Danny and Alex. So. Yeah, big shout out to them, getting yeah. married today. They live on in the New day, Zealand, on the, day of, on the day of recording, yeah, they live, they live in New Zealand, so if they end up listening to this, hi. <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> yeah. finally. Um, but yeah, I mean, wedding makeup, obviously, I've never, I only really see makeup artists on the day. You guys kind of tend to. <laughs> and we've got the dogs playing. Gentlemen! Boys! Boys! There we you go. You quit? Will you quit? Dennis, can I have you? Come on up. Yeah, our Come famous two little mascots are a little bit hyped up this morning. Uh, we're trying Come to hide all their toys. But um, yeah, anyways, as I was saying, um, with wedding makeup, I only really see makeup artists obviously just before. Um, Obviously, the bride gets married and things yeah. like that. Um, and some makeup artists end up staying a little bit later for top-ups and things like that, which I don't we don't see it off them. No, we don't. No. But um, it's just obviously we did this podcast today just because we want brides to think about, especially with their makeup and skincare. Yeah. So you want to make sure brides want to look absolutely flawless on the day um, and be the best. I will say the best version of themselves because yeah. there's so many makeup artists that we've worked with and you see and some like you do the most amazing natural makeup ever oh, that you. it is just you literally are it's just flawless you we have some obviously makeup artists they're a bit more how can I say heavy with, yeah. the, with the makeup as well so you can definitely tell she's got a few layers of, of foundation, foundation and everything else on yeah. um so what do brides look for now obviously natural makeup is um is something i me personally would have a, a natural is that more what people are going mm -hmm. for now yeah definitely i mean you still like when a bride says to me i want to look natural i want to um but look flawless and that's <laughs> oh, not being attacked by by Henry. Henry, Henry, can you leave Nat alone? Right, th when... this episode is not about you dogs. <laughs> you do... Oh, here we go. Here we go. I think Nat's getting... got a friend. Come You're on, then, Henry. Come on, come on. I think Good they're inspecting them. That's it. That's it. Good boy. You lie on me. They're inspecting lie my down. makeup. Lie down. That's it. Good boy. Good boy. Here we go. 
<laughs> anyway, you were so, saying. Yes. <laughs> so when they want um, natural makeup, I do have to say to them, look, you know, it's natural makeup, I suppose you think of time-wise of being, oh, it'll just take 10 minutes. But actually, yeah. it can take longer because yeah. it's about creating that flawless base, making sure it's all blended and all it um, sinks into the skin. So um, I say, actually, you know, you're looking at about an hour and a half, um, mm-hmm. you know, for that process to still look natural. Yes. Because what I need and want is that when you're um, doing the photography, that it looks flawless on camera. Yes, definitely. Um, but it's also in. <laughs> Henrik, Dennis, Dennis, slow down. There's That's also it, um, boy. That there's also enough makeup on there so that you know, on the photographs, it shows through, and yeah. also that it gives you like that long lasting all the way through to, to the evening. Yeah. Yeah, I think with us as well, we quite use quite a lot of flash in our in our work. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you can totally tell on camera uh, the the makeup. Yeah. That um, sometimes the yeah, something it's really shiny, things like that as well. So it's about getting that definitely... getting that balance of you don't want it to be too dewy, you don't want no. it to look too like too shiny. Yeah. But you want to have that that mixture of both. Then yeah. Like around your T zones. Depends what that that bride skin type's like as well. To yeah. the type of foundation that's used. Um, as well but definitely brides are more wanting that like natural to still feel like (laughs) themselves as well so but then when we've done a shoot before with like Asian brides for example yes yeah they do want a heavier coverage yeah um so again it's just working with that bride in terms of what what they like looking at what they wear for makeup on a day-to-day basis or even on a night out as well so I can kind of get to grips with like what what they like what look they want to go yeah. for yeah yeah i think it's really important because um when you're looking at things like soft glamour obviously you want it to make it look like you know nice and fresh throughout the day so obviously you want to be that bridal yeah but then in the evening you can glam it up a little bit and just have maybe more of a red lipstick and things like that as well do you find some yeah, people want definitely. something a little bit different for the evening yeah um <laughs> we have a blooper section of I dog think, dog I shenanigans. Think, I think we're going to have to. This is, normally they are just absolutely um, golden, flat out, and showing off. Now, yeah, yeah. So people who are listening on, on kind of Spotify or, or um, kind of iCloud, um, <laughs> check out got, our, check out the video cock- on YouTube. Yeah, we've got two cockapoos that are just. Now wrestling over something that's bright purple. Um, that, yeah. Yeah, so introducing Henry and Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. So when do you typically get booked up? Because obviously photographers, anything for us, 18 months, two years in advance. Yeah. When do you typically get... You will start booking makeup artists. Ideally, you'd want to book your makeup artist at least 12 months in advance. Okay. But... And obviously that means then that you can you can have your trial. Yep. Obviously some people don't. Maybe they've got married or they want to get married quite quickly mm-hmm. and then they will inquire and maybe it's like three or four months prior to that wedding. But then you're taking that risk of your makeup artist might not be available. Yeah. Um, so the sooner you get them booked, the like 
the higher you know chance that you're going to actually have the makeup artist that you actually want for, yeah. for your wedding day. Too. I think that's everything. Every supplier, I think yeah. every 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 um, guest we have on the on the podcast, they're saying the earlier you can book, the better. Like you say, the the best ones will get booked up yeah. Yeah. very very quickly. I think yeah, that's why definitely. I think uh, couples are looking to kind of extend their period of planning, going for a, quite a later date, say twenty five, maybe pushing to twenty six, because. They want everybody they want. Yeah, you know, all the supplies they want. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is it. They, they want all the supplies they want. Um, but, but then, if you got like, say, some brides have the finances that go. Actually, I don't want to wait twenty four months plus. Yeah, I want to get married in the next twelve months. Yeah, but like you say, then you do run the risk. You're not really if, going to you get the chance not. of everybody that you, you specifically want. Yeah. yeah, but there are so many great people out there that you can get anyway. So yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I think. A, a makeup artist is worth their salt, their, their weight in gold, honestly. Um, we've had, um, we had a, um, a bridesmaid actually the other week, and it wasn't, this, this is what I call a winter wedding, obviously, it was, it was February. Yeah. And um, makeup, it's done all, makeup artist done all the makeup, left, um, and they were getting ready, and she's like, oh, my nose is really shiny now, it's just, it's just worn off, or, She's yeah. starting to sweat a bit, and now it's it's come through. So, what time do you sort of tend to leave? Do you sort of wait until they start to, you know, final touches at the end? So I will stay with the bride up until that point that they are ready to go and walk down the aisle or to go and get in that car to then travel to the venue. Because I think, for me personally, it's not just you do the makeup and then you just leave because mm. there's more to it than that obviously it's an early morning start you've got yeah. your routines that or the schedules for everybody to come in their order for the makeup which I guess we can talk about in terms of where we reckon yeah. the bride yeah. should go for having the makeup on the day um but in terms of you know some brides or some makeup artists will then just do the bride's makeup pack their case off, off they again. go yeah yeah so whereas I will stay right until the last moment because if you're going to do a reveal to the bridal party or to you know dad. Her, to dad yeah, yeah. to mum etc then actually you are going to expect some tears and yeah. you do want to be there to obviously just make sure final touch-ups of the lipstick you know if she has cried. Obviously, I use waterproof mascara, you know, tried and tested. If you cry, it's not going to go. Yeah. It's not going to run. But it's just good to just be on hand just for those final, final moments. Bit. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the bride's most important day of their lives. So. I think, like I say, it is a very, very early start for you guys. Yeah. So we tend to typically rock up anything between 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You are there at silly o'clock in the morning, isn't yeah. it? Especially if you've got bride and bridesmaids. Yeah. Depends what time the ceremony is as well. So yeah. if it's a 12 o'clock ceremony, for example, everybody in the bridal party needs to be ready for 11. Mm -hmm. so then that accounts for if the registrar or go into the venue etc yeah. so if there's like five in that party that all need makeup probably looking at like 5 a.m half five that i arrive and then we start start with the time imagine getting up get, imagine getting up at four o'clock in the yeah, morning yeah. oh i couldn't do it you gotta think as well that this is this is their art this is this is what they do so if they rock up to a, a um a wedding 
and they look awful themselves, that's not going to fill the, the, the bride and the bridesmaids with much hope. So mm. they have to look Well, you've seen pretty... me, what, sometimes I do just rock up, hair on my head, spit skincare, SBF, good to go, because I'm just like, sometimes it's an early start, depending Very on the venue early. and things like that. I'd be that. turned off yeah. in my, my pyjamas at that point <laughs> if I was to get up that early to do that. But I, think, I think you made um, a really good point that um, obviously... A typical wedding could be bride, bridesmaids, mother of the bride, maybe mother of the groom. Yeah. As well. Yeah. So we always we had one wedding. I remember um, one of the bridesmaids phoned up and said, um, "Where are you? This is literally, literally about eight o'clock in the morning. Where are you?" I've gone. Well, we're just leaving the house now. I'll be with you probably for half an hour ish. Yeah. Said, you should be here now. Bride is in makeup, and I've gone. Okay, that's fine. And she's like, "No, no, you should be here. You should be photographing it." And I've gone. It's fine because what we can do is when we when we arrive, I'm sure bride will need touching up. We can stage a few things. Yeah. Honestly, don't don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, where would you put a bride? So say you've got three bridesmaids. Yeah. Bride, mother of the bride. Yeah. Where would you say? So for the bride, I would always do her second to last. Yeah. So I've had it before where brides have been like, I want to go last. I am going last. And ultimately, I will listen to the bride. Yeah. It's that I'm providing her a service. So all I can do is just give Advice. her my professional opinion and say, actually, have you thought about if you go last, which I'll give an example. I had a bride who went last. She was adamant. I, I talked her through some of the scenarios that might happen. So I said, if you are last, you know, it's... It's like the golden hour, the crazy hour, because mm -hmm. obviously you might have your wedding coordinator coming in, your photographer, your videographer are going to want your stage shots, you're going to want maybe bridal party all together, and your bride is still sat in that chair having her makeup done. So if she's getting questions asked or um, bridesmaids are getting into their dresses, I need my bride to be calm, relaxed, to yeah. enjoy the process. Yeah, that's only going to stress her out more, isn't it? Yeah, so. exactly. So, and then the wedding coordinator comes in, we just want to run through the table plans or this and that, and I totally get that. And obviously, you know, I have to stop because she's talking. Um, I can yeah. work around, around the face, obviously. But, yeah, it, and then that can just make the bride become a bit more anxious because she's like, oh, I've got half an hour, and then I need to be in my dress. Yeah. And then you're just like clock watching, working. And I don't, last thing I want to do is rush because you can't... Yeah. No, you can't rush the process. You, you can't rush the process. There's no shortcuts when it comes to makeup. There isn't. So, so yeah. So on reflection with that bride, afterwards she said, I wish I'd listened to you because you were right. Because everything that you gave me that advice actually mm -hmm. happened. And sometimes it may never, you may never get those yeah, yeah. interruptions, but you can't... You can't. You can't foresee it. No, you, you can't just can't. But we. That is a good thing that obviously for our listeners now. That last hour, we always arrive on, on site and, and we say to my, "How are you feeling?" They go, "Oh my god, I'm fine. I'm so fine. I'm it's so all, chilled." Yeah, it's I'm, always I'm chilled. We walk into a, yeah, always, always chilled. Yeah, it's not like you say to the last hour. Then, like you say, it's panic. Bridesmaids are getting into their, their clothes. Yeah. You've got mother of the bride. You've got like the, the wedding coordinator. You've got um, people going, phoning down from reception. Hi, I've got the buttonholes. Um, who's got, who who needs a buttonhole? Yeah. You know, oh, well. You, you might have to dress Litlins as well. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Litlins running around. My God. flower girls. I, yeah. You've got, love kids at weddings, but, but at that point when the bride is trying to do stuff and then the bridesmaids are kind of faffing around as well. Yeah. And even to, packing up yeah. as well. Yeah. Especially if they're in a venue and... 
they're maybe in the getting ready room where all their luggage and everything has to get moved by the venue to another room yeah. and they're going right okay where's my stuff oh I'll put my stuff here and that last hour just goes so so quick yeah really quickly. and like you say if the bride is calm and she's she's had her makeup done like you say you're just doing the last bridesmaids or mother the bride or whoever you want to do last and normally bridesmaid I it depends who's in the booking so when I get the request comes through I obviously always ask how many is in your bridal booking how many are going to require makeup mm-hmm. and generally it's you know a bride will say it's three bridesmaids mother of the bride mother of the groom and then the bride so when I do the time schedule so I I tend to overestimate with my time yeah. because I prefer to to give more time rather yeah. than to be chasing like my yeah. tail and then if I catch up or if I'm slightly over I even out and then I do obviously finish on time yeah. or if not slightly yeah. before so that tends to work so I'm about for bridesmaids it's about 45 minutes 50 minutes but I give an hour and then again even with mother of the brides mother of the grooms yet so many that are quite nervous about having their makeup done and then when they've seen a bridesmaid they're like oh okay they're like you know you look like yourself but just like an enhanced version and they're like oh can you know and then they want a little bit more or they'll have their eyelashes done so actually mother of the bride mother groom can still take just Just as as long long. yeah Yeah. just because they're the mother bride doesn't mean they're going to be any quicker um because you know they might want less actually when they feel confident and I talk them through it because I will I'll get them to check their foundation get them to check like how much is on their their eyes make sure they still feel like themselves so yeah like I say I either put a bridesmaid or mother of the bride after the bride see Um, for for us I'd always love to have a bridesmaid at the last because for for us Especially when we got brides that go, actually, I want a first look for bridesmaids. I got a first look with dad. Yeah. Um, I, I'll go, who's getting the dress? Mum's getting me in the dress. Right, okay then. Mum needs to get done a little bit earlier. So yeah. then she's got time. Because most time, a bridesmaid's dress is very simple to put on. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be where mum's got, um, you know, she's got tights or stockings yeah. and a dress, a jacket, a hat, a fascinator. A bridesmaid's just got a dress in yeah. theory. So for us, um, if we had a mother of the bride all done and she and the, the bride's finished, we can go, right, okay, you can go and get your dress on now. Mum's on hand then to get her in the dress. We can yeah. get the shots that, that, that she wants. And I think this is the main thing for us is bride goes, I want this shot, this shot, this shot, this shot. And I've gone, to get those shots, you need to be in your dress by this, which means then, yeah. you know, the timings then, Obviously, like you say, if a bride is let is isn't last, yeah, it's going to be so hard, especially for us to get all of those. Then we've got the registrars coming, so we need a word with them and everything like that. Or they yeah. they have to go to the church, so they don't want to leave that little bit later, just because obviously traffic and everything like that. I want to arrive on time. Yeah. So yeah, it is especially brides when you think about of your day, your timings of your day. Make sure, like you say, um, you, you say about an hour for each person. Yeah, it depends. So, <laughs> key things as well is a lot of the venues now, the, the the big venues that are new, you can't actually get into the bridal prep room until ten o'clock. Yes. So then you have to think about right: are they staying overnight in the actual venue? Because mm-hmm. obviously, if they are, then then they're going to have to pack up, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have to then transfer and then move to the bridal prep room. Yeah. 
Or if there was nowhere to stay the night before, they could be at the in-law's house getting ready. And that might be 10, 15 minute drive. So Mm -hmm. you then have to think about the timings for that because it's like twice I've got to pack up, set up, move, then transition again, depending on obviously, you know, how many's in that in that bridal party. Mm -hmm. So like I say, I'd always give an hour per person. The bride between an hour 15, hour and a half, just because obviously, you know, I obviously spend a lot more time um, with the bride and I know exactly like the steps, the processes that we're gonna go through. Maybe just recap over the trial and just say, is there anything more, anything less that you would like um, as well with that. So I think timing is really, really key with that. And like we say, some some artists do do um, an after ceremony service, and obviously yeah. that's generally an additional cost. Mm-hmm. So most um, most makeup artists will stay with the bride until they're ready to leave. Some don't, some do, but my values are I stay right until the end, mm-hmm. unless the venue closes the car park. I've had that before, oh. and they've said. Um, okay, so I do. If I know it's kind of a small venue, I will say. Do you close the gates? Because some of them do if it's an outside ceremony. Oh, okay then. So obviously I have to factor that in because I could be stuck like for quite some time whilst the ceremony is going on if I'm not doing a touch-up service like after. But generally speaking, it's fine because obviously it's it's away from from the entrance. So so that's just things to consider too as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I think, well, we're based in Shropshire. We've got about... One, two, three, about five venues around here. They're all um, owned by the same company. Yeah. Um, and they do, the main function is weddings. So they do weddings yeah. 24-7, basically. They, it's literally, that's not 24-7, it's, that's every day. We're but literally one in, next day yes, one out, even yeah. midweek weddings. Yeah, well, yeah. So. one venue had 320 weddings there last year. So they are very restricted. So basically, by can't be, be uh, arrive on site till 10.30. Yeah. Um, and then they'll go into obviously the um bridal um getting ready room what we call it mm-hmm. um so yeah like you say if brides have to get half ready off site somewhere and yeah. then travel again you have to factor that in yeah so that could be really quite restrictive i suppose well. away as well i always say to my brides if you know it depends what time your ceremony is if you're a two o'clock ceremony that's fine but if you're a 12 o'clock ceremony and you're mm-hmm. only allowed in there from 10 o'clock they have to consider what's going to happen earlier especially if you've got five or six that are going to need makeup so then i can easily do five or six in a bridal party on my own but when it starts to become numbers past that you're then going to have to look at maybe getting timings your timings and also getting a second makeup artist or an assistant as well so The fact is, you know, I personally don't have an assistant because my work's my work. Yes. And if I had another makeup artist and we tried to create the same look, it would be similar, but you would tell. But it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the, yeah, it it's yeah. be the same. It's not the same. No. So obviously I always say to my brides, if you want a second makeup artist, you'll need to go and source that second makeup artist yourself or I can give recommendations yeah. as well, especially if because of the time. Or if they're not happy with having a six o'clock start in the morning. So if they want it like an eight o'clock start and their ceremony is at 12, they need to be done by 11, you're going to have to have two makeup artists yeah. to, to really hit. Yeah. And then finding two that complement each other as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. So like you say, we were talking off camera before, uh, we were having a cup of tea, 
um, you're very interested in just like the bride only. Yeah. So I remember going back um, a few years, we had um, a bride and her auntie was a makeup artist and she had like the proper airbrushing and everything like that. Yeah. Never seen makeup. It was absolutely amazing. But she only did her because yeah. the bride wants, she had a specific look. That's what she wanted. So she'd hired, obviously her auntie was a professional makeup artist and then she had another makeup artist to do the bridesmaids. So again, trying to find um, two makeup artists that, again, are really good at doing natural makeup for something they want. So yeah. they, they complement each other. Yeah. So it's like with us as yeah. photographers and videographers, we complement each other. Um, when in, in styles, you can have yeah. one photographer having one style and a videographer having a completely different style. But when you look and put those two products together, because that's what you're going to watch in years to come, yeah, they don't complement each other. So again, it's thinking thinking about that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so. definitely. Um, and I guess it's about for the bride looking, and it's not just looking on Pinterest yeah. for like makeup ideas. It yeah. is about you know looking about the artists that are maybe within your local area mm-hmm. or. Not necessarily going off the supplier's recommendations as well. That obviously go through the venue just to, because again, their style might not be what, what you, you want like. just because that's been recommended. Yeah. So I do always think, you know, your social medias, that's massive. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm a little bit, you know, with, I'm not the best at keeping up to date with my social medias. It's a job in itself, it isn't is. it? Yeah. Just yeah. like updating, creating reels. Yeah. Like in the mornings of weddings, I'm that busy. I'm like, oh, I'll take a before photo. And then before you know it, I forgot to take the after after photo or I start a reel and then I forget um, because obviously it's it's so busy. But I would just always say to my brides, check the Instagrams, look at the videos, look at, you know, if they've got a website, how the makeup looks on the photographs. My only concern is that because there's so many makeup artists out there with different styles, is the editing that goes into that. I've seen quite a few photos where they've changed a bit of the face shape or, you know, they've put a filter on top of the makeup, even through the video. So I'm always a little bit like, look at the work, look at the consistency, troll, like, talk, scroll say, again, it. Talk about your, talk to your suppliers. Like, I yeah. say, we can recommend so many different makeup artists. Oh, we've worked with so many we amazing with, ones, yeah. honestly, around uh, here. There's so many. They yeah. are. But... With us, if we, we we love to obviously send you photos and things like that. So if you put them on social media, you will see an actual real bride. Yeah. And I think that is the key. Yeah. You want to see an actual real bride. Yeah, not okay? a model. Not a model. No. You know, there's, um, we know make, makeup artists, not obviously locally, but nationally, that they will put um, photos up of what they class real brides. Yeah. They're not. No. They are just complete models. Like you say, have they had a, a slight filter on those, on those photos on social media as well? Yeah. Um, it's keeping it realistic. I mean, yeah. you want to see you want to see someone that you can kind of see yourself in their, in their shoes. Yeah, yeah. totally. That's, you want to, it's like, can I see myself like that? Yeah. If I'm being... <laughs> <laughs> we could try. <laughs> you can give it a go. I don't, I don't think you'll be able to. But yeah, you, you want to see yourself you know yeah being that way um yeah we all have like i think my biggest thing is that we all have texture on our skin we mm-hmm. all have imperfections on our skin nobody has this flawless blank canvas you yeah. know and 
it's we have wrinkles, we have lines, mm. we have black yeah, tell, tell me about it. I can see myself in the camera. <laughs> it's just not, yeah. And you know, and you want to capture that because makeup, makeup is is you, and it will move with your face and your expressions, and you want that to be seen. It's yeah. not just. Yeah to get that one photo or to yeah. get that yeah. that angle, which if you're a model, you can get into those positions and know how to adjust yourself yeah. easily. I'm all about, I want my real brides and I want to think, because that's who I do every day. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the everyday bride. And again, thinking, bride. obviously, you know, we, you can't see the setup here behind behind with all the cameras. We've got lights, we've got natural light um, here, just to fill in, obviously, some of the, the dark areas, especially for me. Um, <laughs> But natural light is key for you, isn't it? Yeah. You know, oh. we have um, so many venues that are very dark. Yeah. Um, no natural lights. You're yeah. Not, you're working off um, ambient light from, um, you know, Lamps these lovely, and... lovely, lovely mirrors with all the lights around. Actually, it gives for us as, as photographers and um, videographers a false light. For you as a makeup artist, that must be an absolute nightmare yeah it is like the ideal dream is to have your bride sat in front of a big open window or patio doors and have that natural light coming in whilst yeah. you're doing the makeup because of when you like color matching foundation it's perfect and you get to see what that looks like in the daylight yes. because the, the lighting as you say can just give you know yeah. A, yeah it can yeah so, but obviously you'd have seen me on mornings where we've had limited light. Yeah. I've got my lights, I've got my ring lights. Yeah. But where I can, I'm like, right, let's go and stand in the doorway where there's more natural lighting. So I'll get to see them and see if yeah. I need to add a bit more. Um, so I will work with, with what yeah. I've got. But yeah, and I was going to say, if somebody's getting uh, married at home or doing their bridal prep at home, for me and to make everything run smoothly in the morning is to have your hair and makeup artists in different rooms if possible oh, okay, only because of the hairspray um being too oh, close so together things like this we yeah. don't even think so, about yeah just like if um if you want i want my bride to be as relaxed as possible or, or even my bridesmaids because there are some anxious nervous bridesmaids who've yeah, never had completely. their makeup well, done it's before. not an everyday occurrence is it yeah. i mean unless you're an actor or <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know. exactly and you know it's it's quite an intimate close service because i'm yeah. i'm next to somebody like with the face everything like that so they need to be relaxed but i find that on a warm day when it's the summer if you're next to your hairdresser who's maybe doing the blow dry mm -hmm. using it's the curlers hot, hot air, yeah it? it gets so warm as well and yeah. the last thing i need is my my bride bridesmaid being really hot and obviously makeup yeah exactly so a key thing if somebody has the space or the venue is just to make sure that we're just it's a bit more distance a bit more distance you. between us yeah because the last thing we need is the bride having hairspray like sprayed on her face and things yeah. like that whilst we're in the process of yeah. doing the makeup but I'm adaptable we'll work anywhere I'm quite messy but as long as I can have a little corner and have that space that's fine but where yeah. possible natural lighting yeah. is just the key so, thing leading up to the day then is there anything obviously you have trials yeah so when would you roughly do that so trials i always recommend between eight to ten weeks okay. prior to the wedding and why so close is because skin changes if you had a trial and say if you're getting married in the summer and we did your trial in the winter 
your skin might be a bit more dehydrated in the winter and yep. um, might need to use a different type of foundation also it's not giving me a realistic um, expectation or look of what your skin will be like in six yeah. to eight weeks time yeah. so that's when I recommend to have a trial I will never do a, a bride or a wedding day without bride having had a trial okay. because okay if you have to step in for short yes. notice yeah, that's yeah, completely yeah, yeah, different yeah, yeah. but I've had brides before that have said oh can I have my makeup done and you just turn up on the day I, there's just no way because I think you need to be happy with if you don't go for a trial, same as hair, isn't it? Yeah. Um, my niece is um, getting married in the summer and she's having her hair done and she's had her trial and she's gone, it's not what I envisioned. Mm -hmm. I was expecting this, 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 this and actually it didn't look quite right. So you had that time, then she goes, actually, I can think about maybe a different style or how can I maybe add in a different, a more, um, more layers into it or more, more different uh, or hair extensions or something like yeah. that. But, like like for you as well having uh, having that confidence that a bride can see you before you can talk m in length can't you about yeah. what type of skin you've got um what is there any oily or dry spots or mm -hmm. something like that yeah. uh, talk about your everyday routine yeah so then you've got a good idea from that trial yeah then you obviously do the the, the makeup and then she can change everything maybe you know do for different lips and different yeah, eyes totally. and things like that i mean the trial i always schedule in three hours okay doesn't necessarily last that long it can no. be anywhere between an hour and a half to two hours etc but i schedule that time because you're not in a rush no i need to know what your color scheme is what your dress looks like yeah. how maybe having your hair mm -hmm. then about looking at images of makeup that you like different looks that you like um so it's just really getting to know what what my bride vision is yeah. and then knowing about her skin does she have a skincare routine yeah because it's a key thing is that if a bride doesn't use products and they're thinking about maybe starting a skincare routine mm -hmm. then obviously that's something you know that that's important to have because your makeup is only as good as the base that it has and the yeah. longevity of the makeup as well so okay. for any brides thinking about do we need to look into a skincare regime? Yeah, it doesn't have to be extensive. It can just be really simple, like a cleanse, a moisturiser, and my holy grail is SPF, because yeah. prior to your wedding day, you want to try and keep your skin, obviously, as protected as possible. Mm -hmm. And obviously, UV, sun, if you're in the winter, um, spring, you need SPF on your face. Yeah. So just really simple products like that. So again, I'll talk that through um with my bride think about lifestyle do they drink enough water yeah. are they eating you know because it's a really stressful time because they're going to be like oh, i'm so busy this this and this and on the wedding day they're like oh i've got a break out and i'm like you always get that I yeah think the most times we've like we've turned around and gone i can't believe that i've actually got a spot and it's yeah. just on the wedding day yeah it's like the you know the heavens have opened oh my god i can't believe i've got a spot yeah exactly but i'm just like it's fine just come it's they like, haven't had anything for and I'm like no but because you're you're going through a bit of stress excitement yeah. and nerves and everything and you know it's Your skin's the first one to suffer. yeah yeah it is so I just say to my brides that's normal and if you wake up and you've got a little breakout don't panic about it because yeah. it'll all be it's fine so you talk through because I've, I've actually got on my list here about skin skincare yeah leading up to up to it also things like um like say so we, we touched a little bit on the time of year you get married so if yeah. you are um a summer bride 
Mm-hmm. Or maybe a September bride and you've gone through summer and you've been out sunbathing or you've been oh, out strap marks. walking and yeah. things like strap marks or bit, even... Bit, bit of tan. Had bit of tan. Fake, fake, fake yeah. tan, real tan. Yeah. Tan, tantastic. So it's a, it's a hard one because if you are quite fair and you would never wear a, fa- um, a spray tan or never worn tan before, I always say to my brides, think about, is that you? Yeah. Are you going to feel comfortable in a tan? Um, and maybe go and try it. Go and have a spray tan. Because spray tans these days are great. They don't really transfer onto the clothes. And you can have wedding spray tans. So I do always say, have a spray tan a few days prior to your trial if you're going to have tan. Or okay. if you apply tan yourself, yeah. do that and apply that a few days for your trial too. So again, and I talk about if you're going on holiday need to be thinking about the clothes that you're wearing as well yeah. keeping your SPF on and trying not to get strap marks because okay we can cover them but you're still gonna see that you've got strap marks depending yeah. on how tanned and how deep those tan lines are yeah. too as well because the spray tan isn't going to cu- be able to cover no. that up completely either no. and even for us for editing people to we've had one um they got married abroad yeah and then had extra photos back in the uk yeah and um obviously straight for the wedding day um she didn't she, obviously she she didn't have strap mark well the wedding day she didn't have strap marks after she then had strap marks when she came back to the uk and had a party and she had some more photos with family and friends and and, and couple shots she had strap marks yeah and for us for me it's probably one of the worst things to photoshop is okay. strap marks it's really yeah. quite hard and another one is actually tattoos. Yeah. The amount of brides I'll have, or I've got a tattoo on like the back of my neck, or I've got a tattoo on my back, and their dress is obviously exposing all of that, yeah. or they've got it on the wrist, and like, can you just quickly cover that up? That's something I think brides should be aware of. It's not a case of just being able to like quickly cover it up. That's a whole process, a different yeah. process in itself, and could be up to an hour just to try just and cover, cover, because you've got to make sure it's waterproof, but not going to transfer onto the dress. So. Yeah. I think if if brides are wanting cut tattoos to be covered up, they have to consider that or think about the style of dress or, you know, yeah. just to, you know... It's funny, isn't it, when people turn around and say about, um, I've got a tattoo, want to cover up. we've had so many, they've gone, I've got a tattoo on, on my shoulder or something like that. At any yeah. point, if you can see it, can you take it out through Photoshop? And I'll go, well, yeah, of course you can. It's not a problem. Um, it's hard when you've got best of 400 photos and you've got a tattoo in all of them but again it's part of you yeah you chose to have that tattoo as well so it is part of you so embrace that yeah if you like those tattoos embrace those tattoos or if you like I say you think oh actually I've had it when I was 18 biggest mistake of my life like I say have an address that you can actually can't see it yeah much yeah definitely because I've had it on the day could you just cover this up for me and I'm like it's hard because then again, it's if you know how many people you have it in your bridal party, and I've had it happen quite a few times. Oh, can um can so and so now have their makeup done? I know they're not in, and I'm like, you're not in the time schedule, and obviously I'm running like to yeah. my time schedule. It's all been like it's running like clockwork. I actually don't have that time to obviously yeah. to be able to do somebody else's makeup within that so yeah it's about making sure like the bride and the bridal party know who wants makeup what that involves mm-hmm. because I do a trial for the bride so that's obviously standard a bride has to have her trial done um because for example I've had um a bride who was like my skin is a certain type 
so we've used a foundation and obviously as it's on the skin I'm like okay everything seems okay seems fine um and then actually when she's worn the makeup a few hours later her skin type was not actually what she said so we needed to use a different type of foundation so what I did was that actually look come back into the studio we'll apply the foundation that I feel is going to be more suitable and then go back and wear it so you, you wouldn't be able to do that on a on the actual no, day no, um, no. with the bride. But with the bridesmaid or mother of the bride, unless they ask if they want a trial, I'll do a trial, but it's not mandatory. It's only if, say, they might have a skin concern or they want to see what the makeup's like if they've yeah. never worn it. But generally on the day, bums on seats for the bridesmaids and we just create a look there and then. Because yeah. I'll be aware of um, the colour scheme, the bridesmaid's dresses. Yeah. I'll ask the bride to show me a picture of her bridal party just so that I can kind of see like their skin tones, etc. Yeah. So I've kind of got a vision in my head of um, of who I'll be having. So there's a lot seat. of prep beforehand for you guys. Because oh. obviously, again, when you're thinking, uh, when uh, couples are planning the wedding, these are little things that no one ever tells you about. And no. this is why we've done this podcast because yeah. it's not until you're thinking, actually, you know, I think the biggest thing for me, I always watch, I sit here and watch on TikTok, and you've got so many of these makeup artists now are um, now on TikTok going, get ready with me in half an hour. And you can see you can see them having yeah. 10 layers of, of, obviously, creams on first. And, you know, they say this has got SPF, this has got hydrochloric acid on, and this is good for this, and this is good for this. Yeah. I am just absolutely lost. Mm. You know, I can't go into Boots and try and find a, a foundation that suits me because I have got, I get, I'm like, right, is that colour right? Is that colour right? Is this one right? Is this one right? Yeah. So again, like you say, if you're using a product every day, like you say, you know that bride uses that, so yeah. then you go does that work for your skin so then you know then your brands will then yeah. tie in with those and yeah. things like that it's really hard it is hard and I suppose in my kit I don't have everything's a mix match of different brands so I use high-end brands because yeah. I know that um I know how they photograph because mm-hmm. we've tried and tested it I've tried and tested it on myself so I know it wears and how it wears on different skin types once I know it's made the cut, it then goes in my kit. And then so I kind of keep to certain products because otherwise it's a minefield out there and you can end up with too much um, and actually it doesn't get used because I do have my staple kits that I go back to and forth. And makeup has a long, like it has a lifeline. It yeah, has it to be thrown out. So obviously, you know, I do have to be realistic, but makeup is, high-end makeup is quite costly. Yes, so yes. you know it's about my bride will have and the bridesmaids will have the most high-end products on them but it will last as yeah. well and yeah. if I have a bride that says to me or because what we do at the trial we do a face chart and I make notes so I know exactly what we've used on their skin what serums what moisturizer what shade foundation um even to the the transition in the eyes of the colors in the eye sockets the lip color to the lip liner to the shade of bronzer to the shade of blusher so that's all noted and then what's quite nice my bride might say oh um what foundation did you use on me and i'll go i've used this but then what i might say is actually rather than using that powder which is like a 40 50 pound powder a good dupe is actually you could go to boots and you can get this one so I'll try and mix and match it just so that it's just not all high-end. And also, and also um, 
the bride's got time then you go actually i use this lip liner this lipstick yeah they can go out and buy, buy that so then they've got more for the day haven't yeah. they yeah i mean for my brides i do give them a pot of lipstick anyway yeah. and a brush um within their like little kit so that will last 30 to 40 applications anyway so it doesn't okay. take up much space if they're putting it in their bridesmaids bag etc and then they can at least just have that and top, top up. up yeah yeah but I'd say for a bride, if they were saying, what do I need to have on my wedding day? Definitely your lipstick or your lip gloss because, you know, that that's not going to last. That's going to come off with you yeah. eating and drinking yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, and then I'd always say a pressed powder because the makeup, once it's been applied, the last thing you want to do is be applying more makeup on top because it's going to move, you're then going to get cracks in it. Yeah. So I always say a pressed powder and when you get towards the night time, you just press it on. And if you've got a little bit shiny, because obviously it's been warm. Yeah, which hot, is, hot days. Yeah, hot days, which is going to happen. Um, you just press that on and you go back to just, again, being the, the same base that you were when you started off in the morning. So I would always say press powder, lipstick, you're good to go. Love it, love it, love it, love yeah. it. Um, so... We said about obviously about timings, brilliant. We said a little bit about top tips. Is there any other top tips that you would give um, a bride? Obviously, trials, looking yeah. um, at um, real brides. You know, like I say, if you look yeah. through photographers and you go, oh, I love that. You, most, you know, so many people look through our um, Instagram and our Facebook and our albums as well. And we were at Wednesday the other week and they've gone, oh my God, this whole wedding's got our own colour scheme on it. You know, the, the men's in tuxes. You've got the bridesmaids in, in uh, like a sage green. Um, flowers that are white and just green. And they're just, just, oh my God, this is the whole thing. But again, when you're looking at real brides and you can see their makeup, then it's easier for, them, for you to say, yeah, I can, I can create that. Yeah. And it's realistic. Yeah. Any other top tips that you would give? just say if you are going to do um skincare and you've never done skincare you need at least 12 to 9 months prior to your wedding day okay. to create a base so if someone's a little bit conscious about having problematic skin or they might have like hormonal breakouts you know that can be targeted but what they can't do is think quick fixes and there are so many quick fixes like yeah. brides get like they might have botox or they might have fillers like you know 2 3 months prior to the wedding which does create a beautiful flawless um face but it's not actually getting to the targeted areas so i would always say have that speak to your um, practitioner who's obviously trained medically for that about when they should advise to have that mm -hmm. prior to the wedding but anything like non-invasive facials thinking about your skincare can start between like i say anywhere between like nine months to like sometimes even three months if you have a good skincare regime yeah. already and that's just going to help brides just to drink plenty of water because hydration is key even on the morning i'm always like have a drink obviously you can have your fizz but try and have your water too because that will just help with the hydration of mm -hmm. your skin as well um and then again it's like you say looking at your real brides getting the images not using your pinterest images and just thinking about you know what makeup would I like? What does that look like? Having your trial, but also researching. It's fine to go and have a few trials with different makeup artists yep, yep, as yep. well. You know, I'm not, I'm not like, what's the word? 
I know exactly what I you know can't exactly. The word. You're not too precious, are I'm not you? Precious. So, yeah, exactly. If someone, if, so, if you're not the right fit makeup artist for that person, that's fine. Yeah, same just go. With us. We yeah, say, we, just go and get the makeup artist well. for you. Yeah, which is which is key. Same as us. Yeah, you know, exactly. We're not we're not the photographers or the video company. What you want, that's fine. Cause yeah, you know you're not our client. No, it's the same same with you. Like I say, go yeah. and, go and speak to and go and see other makeup artists. Have trials with those and see if they're the right ones. Yeah, definitely, it's a key thing. And obviously, some will message. You know, if it's two years in advance, can I just come for a a trial just to see? Absolutely, you can. But obviously, like with you guys, same as us, you know, you, we don't hold your date until a deposit's been yes. taken to secure that date. So that's the only thing is, if you are going and having different trials, you need to be aware that probably the makeup artist you do want might then be booked up. So it's yes. just about considering considering yeah. that and planning that um, in advance. I mean, my diary only opens every year. So if someone wants to book a three years in advance, then I'm kind of not that far thinking. Yeah, um, yeah. So again, it's, it's factors like that to think about when does the diary open for your makeup artist and when mm-hmm. can I have a trial and, and things like yeah. that too. Yeah. Um, but again, the top tips would be check with your venue. What is your bridal prep time? When can we get into the room? If we can't and we've got to think about travel, do I need to get my second makeup artist? Again, thinking about, like we said earlier, will they complement the style? Will we work together? And it's about just building that rapport with me. Like I'm, yes, it's an email, but I'm still there for the for the bride. So if they need help on the day, like we, we said about doing corsets up or like finishing touches you know that's what I'm there for too I'm not just there just to do the makeup and off I go like I'll help the bride get into her shoes and even a top tip I'd always say to my bride if you've got a big bridal party I'll move her into a room on her own and just say let's just have five ten minutes on your own because everyone's running around you're getting panicky you're getting anxious you're getting flustered let's just move you in and just have five minutes so like it's things like that to consider about when you're having a makeup artist who is a bridal makeup artist, we provide a service that's not just do your makeup, off, off we go. go. Yeah. So I think, you know, in terms of if you have a makeup artist who does every single occasion, they might not do as many weddings, whereas if you just specialise in being a bridal makeup artist, yeah. you you know what's happening. Yeah, like, you know the running of the day, don't you? You, yeah. know, you know how chaotic it can be and yeah. things like that, how late things can run especially in the morning and things like that as well yeah well thank you for coming on it's been lovely thank having you. you thanks for inviting me um well obviously we'll pop up your your website and uh instagram into the thank descriptions you. and everything as well so everyone go can check out go, 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 go check out go check out our work um but so, yeah so we've done we've done so many weddings together so many shoots together yeah um and it's just like i say we um i think we've done um how many, many shoes have done? Three or four now? Yeah. So it's been, yeah, quite a few. So it's nice that yeah. like I said, we can see all the different looks that you do from, from one shoot. Like, so we, yes, we see your bridal makeup as well, but from style shoots, there's things that you want to explore in makeup and um, different styles and things like that. So yeah. from, from a style shoot that we do, that yeah. you can see so many different things that, that you do and Thank running you. around on, on long wind and <laughs> topping up lipstick and like you say you know holding veils out and yeah. dresses and carrying things lighting yeah and I think it's nice because we've worked together like we're saying different venues and that I know when like do you want me to do a stage shot you just yeah. know how you, yeah. like, I know how you work and yeah. you know what you want and timings and 
So it's, it is nice. And also I think it helps with the bride. They think, oh, you all know each other as yeah. well. And yeah. it just feels like a family on the yeah. date, doesn't it? It, it does. just helps out. It makes everyone feel comfortable. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, thank, thank you for watching. You. Thank you for listening. Um, give us a like rating or five stars on uh, Spotify. That really, really helps us. Let us know in the comments or anything. What are the things you kind of want to see next? Who, um, like who you want to see? Um, any yeah, other kind any of other, suppliers or anything? Yeah, anything or, whether you, it's DJs or anything, anything you want to know, let us know. We'll, yeah. we'll get someone on. We'll have a good chat. Anything that you think is really going to help you and go, actually, I'm not even sure what I should be doing for this, this or that. Drop us a message, drop us an email, you know, comment on, on, on our videos um, and we'll try our best to get everything sorted for you. Yeah, we'll see you in the next one. See you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the JOL Wedding Podcast. Share this podcast with anyone you know who is on the journey of planning a wedding. Check out other episodes of this podcast as well as links to our social media platforms at the JOL Wedding Podcast. Podcast.